0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nogg, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of Mar a Lago of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today?
1: I was so sort of tired, tech stuff, because we had one of the, you know, I don't, we have Patreon Patriots, and we have Mapiggers, <laughs> and the Patreon Patriots last night were treated to probably the strongest, maybe not overall episode, but we had a moment, we had a moment last night on the strong Patreon episode. That it was it's sort of amazing that, you know, we've been doing this show uh 40, maybe 45 years.
0: And something like that.
1: This might have been the most powerful moment. And I mean, everybody was just, it was patriotism, it was tech. We were talking about tech mm-hmm. and AI. And it was a strong moment. And it's it's so sad that there's so many uh Democrats who probably listen to the show and want the free handouts and don't have jobs and you know, don't support their president or their podcast, but but the people that do, boy, were they treated? And yes. so we were, you know, we were up late celebrating. You know, when we have a particularly strong uh, podcast episode at Mar-a-Lago. we end up having, um, uh, we have a, a a celebration. You know, with Roger Stone's wife, uh, uh, you know, comes in and uh, uh, it's just it's a very you know. It's a very beautiful thing. We call it the soundboard because so many th- things get plugged into her. So like <laughs> we call it a soundboard, a soundboard party with Roger Stone's wife. And that's how, when we have a very strong podcast. That's we have an after party at Mar-a-Lago with the soundboard herself, Roger Stone's wife. <laughs> oh I don't I've never learned her first name. And I feel like that's a, you know, that's very respectful to just refer to a woman as the soundboard soundboard or as her husband's wife
0: well i i I always thought that um that she needed prep for these parties i didn't know that you can just uh at a whim just say let's have one of these parties and she's ready to go
1: tech stuff when your number is in the five digits you're always ready to go you're always primed
0: (laughs) okay well the president, lots of news I want to discuss with you. First, let's just um, you, you visited East Palestine, Ohio,
1: it's pronounced Palestine.
0: Okay, um, they
1: don't want to be confused with uh, you know, Middle Eastern people or Jewish people, they're, they're very strong, MAGA. And they, you know, somebody actually it was very patriotic. Somebody on my team, I had to reprimand them and fire them. They said, We are very proud to visit you in East Palestine. And one of the strong MAGA people in the town said, we ain't no Jews. It's Palestine.
0: <laughs> Is that and a quote? I, we ain't no Jews.
1: I slapped that. Uh, well, that's what it sounded like. That might've been me saying that actually, but mm-hmm. I, I slapped uh, the, the staff member and fired them immediately.
0: Well, that's uh very progressive of you. Um. I wanted to ask, what was your purpose of the visit? I know uh, Sleepy Joe has not been there. It took uh, Pete Buttigieg, I think, 20 days to get over there. Um, campaign spot, was that planned or just... Uh...
1: You know, it's just interesting because Pete Buttigieg is obviously you know, too woke and too out of glyph. Just because the town's saying is, and I'm not going to say the word because we don't want to get it canceled, but... Uh, F words not allowed. That's the town motto. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's that might have scared off Pete Butej Edge. <laughs> but it didn't scare me off. I went there very strongly. Sleepy Joe is sleeping. Even though he loves trains, even though he's basically Thomas the train engine, but sleep, the sleepy version. You know, like, hey kids, do you like Thomas the the Thomas the isn't that it? The Thomas the Train.
0: There's Thomas the train. There's a few trains. He'd be the sleepy train.
1: It's would say, you know, we have the worker train, we have the awake train, and here you go. For nighttime, here's the sleepy Joe train. <laughs> and for Mr. Train to not visit is sort of an embarrassing, you know, that would be like if we had a real estate accident mm-hmm. and I didn't show up. You know, it would be extra insulting. Um, but I visited very strongly because I knew it was a white town and It was, uh, I think it might have been a sundown town at one point, so we respect that. (laughs) And basically, these were just, you know, white people who just, they want to hold their guns, do their opioids, and vote for their president. And the, the truest Americans. And this is something that the radical left doesn't like. They don't like it. They don't support it. So I said, let me go there. I'll bring them Trump water, which I, which I sold to them at a discount, by the way. That's nice. You know, normally it's like $10 a bottle. Cause it's premium water. Mm-hmm. I sold it to them for nine fifty a bottle.
0: Well, you're a sport. That's very nice of you, especially in this tragedy, you know, giving back.
1: And we, you know, I, I, we just, we went through, we met them. We said, hi, we didn't shake hands. We were, many of them are disgusting people. And You get emotional when you think about these great Americans. Um, And I think they're
0: disgusting people. You get emotional.
1: (laughs) It's just very sad to see that a fake president like Sleepy Joe, who loves trains, can't even go to visit East Jerusalem, Ohio. (laughs) And it's sad. And they they needed a real president. And that's what they got. That's what they got. They got me showing up strongly throwing water at them uh you know just just being there uh, i didn't pray with them but i watched some of them pray I prayed and said good prayer <laughs> and we just it was very important and i could see i lifted their spirits i lifted their spirits and a few of the hotter women there weren't many but a few of them i lifted their skirts that's so nice. you know <laughs> it's about lifting spirits and lifting skirts and that's In East Tel Aviv, Pennsylvania.
0: Now, I don't know if you you met anyone there specifically, but there was a a gentleman on the news who was exposed to these chemicals, had trouble breathing, and his voice changed to sound like Mickey Mouse. Did you happen to meet this gentleman?
1: Uh, We did. We nicknamed him uh, Nutless. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's a nice nickname.
1: <laughs> because I think the chemicals burned off his nuts and it made him sound very high pitched. And that's you never heard that during my presidency. You never heard of somebody losing their testicles during the Trump <laughs> administration. And never. under Sleepy Joe, it's sack sack Destruction Joe. Sleepy Sack Destroyer. <laughs> that's what that's what uh, you can put that as a title, maybe. Sleepy Sack Destructor destroyer excuse me destroyer and it's a disgrace and you have men walking around like that now of course I noticed that he had a a wife uh who was very disappointed in the fact that he lost his his testicles and she had very large breasts I don't know if she you know if that's a side effect of of uh opioids and meth because I think she was on both but uh we ended up having a strong patriotic um What's it called when a woman smushes her breasts against your member and 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 not a motorboat?
0: Uh, you, uh,
1: motorboat's the face.
0: Right. Where, oh, they, uh, that's not a Roman a, war helmet. No, no there's a
1: cr- there's a crude there's a crude term for it, but we will call it a breasty sexy. <laughs> breasty sexy. <laughs> we will use the scientific terms. I like that, and so I thought that was so important. Because imagine, imagine you lose everything—you lose your home, your lungs are making you sound like Mickey Mouse, your testicles are falling off—but your <laughs> president comes to save the day, giving you discounted Trump order, and breasty sexy's your wife.
0: I mean, that's a that's a good deal. It's, it's, it's a great schooled, deal, actually.
1: It's called inspiration.
0: Not, not diplomacy. Okay. Now you, you made this, this visit there, you, our president, our president Biden didn't go, but you went
1: Yeah, and SNL. Yes. We do do strong prayers for Cairo, Michigan and everybody there that's (laughs) suffering.
0: Now I don't know why, since you did something so selfless, that saturday night live had a cold open ripping you for your visit did you happen to see it
1: and do you see the guy that guy, uh, guy doing the he leans into the grill he just i don't growl excuse me i don't growl i don't growl i may go as my african but i don't go and then we're in we're in no. uh you know we're in afghanistan minnesota with all these people <laughs> Been damaged. <laughs> we don't do the, excuse we don't do the, we don't do the, it's called, we don't do this. That's how the guy, he, he, t- he sounds like I, that would be like me if I had a sore throat and had a stroke, talking out of one side of my mouth. That's not how I sound. That's not how I sound. But uh, Saturday Night Live is desperate for relevance. They have no relevance. They have no talent. And it's sad. It's sad that they, notice they don't go off to sleepy jail because they know. Everybody still wants to see Trump. Everybody wants Trump. And mm-hmm. it's so pathetic that they can't even go after Pete judge or Corny Booker or Sleepy Joe or Fake Dr. Joe Biden or Koala Bear Harris. They don't go after any of these people. I wonder why. It's called white it's called white racism. It's called racism against whites, which is why Sleepy Joe hasn't gone to the mega town of you know the town. Cabo, Illinois.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just I just don't understand why SNL would rip you since you were giving your time and going to this, well, this tragedy. It's, just, it's because really... it's an,
1: excuse me, just because it's an Illinois town, they don't care about Tehran, Missouri. <laughs> and the, the sad thing that happened to those people, because they're white, they don't care. And it's called racism just because of the town's name his f words keep at. Okay, they don't realize that mm-hmm. those are real Americans, and it's very sad. And I hope, uh, breasty sexy, at least cheered up one family. And I would do it. I would trust me. There weren't a lot of a lot of lookers in the town. They were mostly uh, very ugly, ugly people. But mm. if they had more hot women, I would have spread more presidential joy.
0: Now, Mr. President, I wanted to talk to you, Ron DeSantis.
1: We call him Ron DeSloyal on this show. We call him Ron DeSloyal.
0: Okay. Ron DeSloyal had an event in Florida. Ron DeSloyal. Who's who's that? Uh, You want me to say his real name?
1: Well, is that his real name? You're telling me about somebody I've never heard of, Ron DeSloyal. Who is that?
0: Ron DeSantis.
1: Excuse me. I think I said not to say that name. (laughs)
0: Ron disloyal.
1: No idea who that is, but keep going. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, he, 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 uh he, had an event at the four seasons, which was a few miles away from Mar-a-Lago, which he I should have
1: an event at fat seasons because he's a dumpy piece of shit.
0: <laughs> well, it was at the four seasons, which is a few miles away from Mar-a-Lago. Do you think that was done on purpose to basically be in your backyard and hold an event there. Yes.
1: I think he wants, you know, he wants to remind people because he's a very uncharismatic fat, short turd. So I think he can't survive, you know, he's like a parasite. You know, he's one of these animals that, Oh, I have no, I I do nothing, but I I hang by the whale and I get like, when the whale farts, I eat that for nourishment. That's what Ron DeSantis is. He's just a a bottom feeder he's a a real you know we've already had a bottom as vice president with gay mike pence but with ron DeSantis, he's a you're right he's a bottom feeder and he just he hangs around because without me nobody would care so he has to be close to me to remind people of remember i'm it was a superstar president very talented patriot who made me what i am so i don't want you to forget that i'm connected to trump but then i want you to forget trump it's it's a it's a sad, pathetic, disloyal, fat thing for Ron Disloyal to do.
0: Right. We, he's trying to keep um, your essence near him for attention, basically, but doesn't want you near him. Is that accurate?
1: That's very, that's actually the first uh, accurate thing you've said. Maybe a little I That's exactly what he's doing. He's sort of like almost like he wants Trump perfume or Trump cologne. But then to say, no, I'm I'm fat, Ron, disloyal, please. I'm a very good governor. But I uh, get a whiff of that Trump cologne. Doesn't that smell like success and power? It's pathetic. <laughs> and on the debate stage, I will beat him so bad. It will be so sad. It will be so sad when he gets up there with that sour milk voice and gets totally dominated.
0: Now, Ms. President, I want to continue talking about this story, but before we get back to it, making podcasts great again is brought to you by betonline.ag betonline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season everything from pro and college basketball ufc mma nhl and more you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for most any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Plus, there's a casino, so you can bet on reality TV, all the sports, plus you can bet on blackjack, roulette, craps, poker all your betting needs at one website, head to the website today, or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with only your first deposit. So make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. It's 50% welcome bonus, and it's only on your first deposit. Use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. It's BetOnline.ag. Mr. President, at this um, disloyal event, there were some former supporters of you um, who attended this event, and I want to name these people, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on them now, hearing that they went to this event Who are they are part of the disloyals now? Um, I'm going to start with Senator. Sounds like
1: the worst. Sounds like the worst Marvel series. It's the disloyals. Their superpower (laughs) is very stupid disloyalty.
0: (laughs) Senator Ron Johnson.
1: An old, miserable, white-haired piece of shit.
0: Well, he was there supporting the disloyals. We have Arizona Republican. John Jim Laman. Um, He was a solar energy exec, uh, exec, a, a big donor of yours in 2020.
1: Okay, sounds like a rhino doing solar energy. I don't want solar energy. I want strong oil and coal. Coil. That's where we combine them. I want to do that. I want to actually do that. We're going to start a new industry. Trump Coil, where we put coal in a vat of oil and light it on fire.
0: (laughs) Trump Coil, I like it. You're inventing a new natural resource.
1: Double the carbon, half the efficiency. Trump Coil. (laughs) I get emotional just thinking about the energy dominance that we could have with Coil.
0: Next person is Arkansas Senator Tim Cotton.
1: Well, it's Tom Cotton, and we call. Oh, Tom
0: Cotton. I did write Tom. I just don't know how to read.
1: That's okay. You know what? (laughs) It fit right in. It would fit in very strongly in a place called Tel Aviv, Arkansas, where those poor people had a train destroy their mobile homes. <laughs> but Tom Cotton is a pencil necked psychopath and nobody likes him. That's the thing nobody ever talks about. He's the most unlikable person in the entire Senate. And that's saying something when you have Ted, lion Ted Cruz. Tom Cotton is sort of like, he's like a nerd. But also, if if you could have a school shooter get elected senator, that's the vibe I get off of pencil neck Tom
0: Cotton. Jesus. Uh, also, I don't know what your relationship with her is like, but she was also there. Anne Coulter.
1: Oh, this this lanky skeletor bitch has been you know abandoned me a long time ago because mm. she's always looking for the next. She wants to go viral, and by the way, if you look at her body, she looks like she went viral during the '80s from Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. (laughs) She's a, she's a lanky, disgusting. You know, she's probably blown Bill Maher to be honest. So she probably, you know, she's 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 one of the nastiest, most disgusting fake Republicans I think we've ever seen. And that's me complimenting her. So you don't want to hear what I'd say if I was being nasty.
0: So she's a right-wing social climber.
1: Oh, she's like f- eight foot three. So I don't know how much she has to climb. She's disgusting. <laughs> it's like you remember Pan's Labyrinth. Did you ever see this movie? It's called Pan's Labyrinth. I
0: didn't. See I didn't that.
1: think. I didn't think <laughs> you did. But some of my Patro- patri. I almost watched photos, it
0: on so... the plane. I almost watched it.
1: Well, you know, what? she reminds me of the thing with the long hands, very scary monster. That's who Ann Coulter is. She's Pan's Coulter. <laughs>
0: Two more names I have for you. And this next guy was um, your chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney. He was at this disloyal rally as well.
1: Uh, Mick Mulvaney is basically sort of a roach with the lights on. He's always scampering for safety. He has no loyalty. He has no courage. So it doesn't surprise me that he'd be down talking to Ron DeSaulle. And this is who he attracts. He attracts these like bottom feeding, fake Republicans. These Republicans who, when things are good, oh yeah, sure, 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 and then they go running. They go running. And what do you, how do you build, how do you build a campaign with endorsements from cowards?
0: You loyal people. All your people who have guts. had your back never threw you under the bus ever.
1: You see Big Huck? Do you see Big Huck down at this Nope. No, you don't. No, you don't.
0: Now, the last name, this gentleman was part of your finance committee who helped raise funds for your campaign in 2020. Roy Bailey has now jumped ship.
1: Uh, Roy Bailey had the easiest job in the world, raising funds for the best president of all time. I mean, that's like, I don't like LeBron James. He's a very woke, woke athlete. But you notice what LeBron James does? His agent is now dating Adele. Hmm. Because his agent was his friend. And can you think of an easier job in the woke NBA than being LeBron James' agent? Oh, yes, uh, uh, we'll take all the money. I'm negotiating very strongly, sir. We'll take all the money for all the LeBron stuff. And then they go, we agree. And, oh, great great job, agent. And this guy, Ron, Ron Bailey, Don Bailey?
0: Uh, Roy Bailey.
1: Beetle, Beetle Bailey. We call him Beetle Bailey. <laughs> oh, wow. He raised money for Donald Trump, the most successful president in the history of our country. What a tough job that must have been. Hello, I represent Donald Trump. And then people just empty their wallets into your, into your pocket. Wow, what a what a talent. So congratulations, Ronda Suck-Ass. You've got a real a real G team of talent.
0: Um so those are all the names there. Um I think you have more. He, there were no rock stars there, no kid rock there. Um, so I mean, no Charles in charge there. So no no celebrities there. So he he hasn't gotten the celebrities at these uh events yet. And I'm wondering if any of uh, people loyal to you will uh, jump ship. Any celebrities? No. I don't know.
1: Now how can they? First of all, I'm the first celebrity president. When I mean, Ronald Reagan, they said, did some acting, but I was a much bigger celebrity than Ronald Reagan. <laughs> he never had The Apprentice, and he didn't. Why would a celebrity? It's just... oh. I will will leave the greatest president of all time who also happens to be an A-list celebrity to join a dumpy G-list piece of shit who's disloyal and has no charisma and has never been president. Wow, what a tough choice. What a tough choice. Who should I go with?
0: Now, if any of these people who I mentioned try to come back to your good graces, do you accept them back? Do you make them grovel back? Do you make them... I don't know, earn their way back. How do these people come back to Team Trump once uh disloyal um is defeated?
1: Well, Ann Coulter is never welcome back. She's been very rude and she's a woman. Everybody else would simply have to, and I love that I love that this is the test, and nobody will tell you, but this is how so many people who are disloyal had to come back. We have Eric who people tell me is a son. We have Eric eat Chipotle for three meals in a day and no hydration. And then he goes to the bathroom. And then if you want back in the Trump good graces, you've got to eat Eric's Chipotle ass. (laughs) And only then are you granted forgiveness.
0: So fresh after the deuce, you have to eat his butt. Oh, that's fair. That's that's totally fair. Now, Mr. President, uh, two things on on Fox. Um, You were mad at Fox or Fox News for acknowledging uh, disloyal and that he exists. Um, You don't think that that Fox has to cover um, multiple people in the Republican Party. Who want to become president?
1: We talked about crystals, crystals, Marianne Williamson yesterday during the very exclusive Patreon event. We did. You don't see her getting a lot of coverage from the fa- liberal fake news media. You know why? Totally irrelevant. She can run. Nobody cares. Totally irrelevant. What Fox is doing? It's going to divide our party and worse, divide the country and destroy our country. Because what's best for the country is that. It's what Fox should be doing is sort of lubing. You know, America is an asshole, and I'm going to fuck it. And Fox should be doing strong lube. Okay here you go, sir. We've had an enema. We've done an enema, and we've got nice soft oils for you to just glide in and fill America with Trump goodness. (laughs) When you introduce DeSantis with his sour voice, That's like replacing lubricant, which is very strong. Trump lubricant, by the way. That's like replacing it with disloyal sandpaper. (laughs) And as America, you wrap sandpaper around the Trump creamsicle and slide it into America. You know what you're doing? You're just making it rougher and more horrible. And I'm still going to be up in there. But now you've just added this DeSantis sandpaper, sandpaper, and... America's bleeding and they have to listen to him talk and everybody's ears start bleeding along with the America's anus. And all of a sudden you have a country whose ears and buttholes are bleeding because you decided, oh, we have to be fair and introduce useless information, whereas at least the fake news media knows to ignore useless candidates who will only distract from the sleeping jail.
0: That makes sense.
1: Now, science.
0: now, one other thing about Fox, they were very loyal to you, and it recently came out that all um, a lot of the anchorman and people who work for Fox, their personalities were kind of co- make doing coverage about the election was stolen in 2020. But when the cameras were off, they were talking and shit and saying they didn't believe you. And basically being two-faced, they're calling Sidney Powell crazy and um, Tucker Carlson, all the personalities on Fox kind of being two-faced and, you know, on air reporting on your side, but then off air talking shit behind your back. What are your thoughts on this?
1: Uh, Well, I've known for a while that Fox News had become this slow, and that's why I started giving more time to Newsmax and OAN. And, you know, OAN, you know, Fox, when you're in their green room, they give you sort of snacks and a nice receptionist walks in and says, how are you, sir? When you go to OAN, you have a threesome with two (laughs) college Republicans. And anything goes. And I thought, well, I like this. I like the way OAN operates. And that's why Fox News, they realized too late, and they're getting sued very strongly. They realized too late that they had been stupid. They should have trusted Sidney Powell, who's a great lawyer. They should have trusted Rudy Giuliani. They should have trusted me above everybody else. And instead they didn't. And now they've gotten caught being two-faced. So I think it serves them right. And that's why I continue to go to OAN for strong threesome news coverage.
0: Well, and that doesn't um, mean, by the
1: way, that Dominion Dominion Machines, they are run by Venezuela and they do strong fraud, and they stole millions of votes for me, they gave millions of votes to Sleepy Joe. That's just facts. Mike Lindell has all the facts. And instead, Fox played it both ways and they've been caught. So they lost Trump. They lost me to Newsmax and OAN. And now they're going to lose a billion, maybe more than a billion dollars. So it's a, a lose-lose for Fox News. Bars. So dumb. So dumb. You stepped right over my bars. Sorry. I'll say just it again. A- And that's a lose-lose
0: for Fox News, Bars. Good Bars. My apologies for stepping on that. Mr. President, um, we have a couple more stories to cover. But before that, um, this new sponsor is awesome. Um, Are you wasting money on subscriptions Because 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. There's this great app I use that helps me track all my expenses. And because of it, I no longer waste money on subscriptions. I've talked about this every week for the past month or two. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to like $200 plus. That's right. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. And there's this app that I love using that takes care of that for me. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, and this app is awesome okay any subscription that you realize that you have that you don't want anymore you just pressed cancel that's it you just press cancel you don't have to email anyone you don't have to call anyone rocket money takes care of everything for you
1: it is it is literally the only there's only one time that this podcast endorses cancel culture rocket money can do cancel culture and they do it they do it better than just about The left wishes they were this strong (laughs) at cancel culture. That's how good rocket money is. The only cancel culture this podcast approves. It's so easy. And I will tell you, they didn't reach out to you because they don't respect tech stuff, but they respect presidents. I've had people from the show say that they've actually used it and it's, they were being double billed for things. And now they're not being done. I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of, it's like the most simple thing. It's, if you're not doing it, it's almost as bad as not giving us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Like, do this. It's simple. It might save you some money. What? There's no. There's no downside. Mm.
0: Get rid of useless subscriptions now with Rocket Money. Go to RocketMoney.com/slash/mpga. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. It saved me hundreds of dollars before the holidays when I started using them. It's RocketMoney.com/slash/m. PGA. Cancel those unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash MPGA. Also, if you missed our perfect 10 live episode last night, like our president was saying, you missed a doozy there. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. We have guests coming up this month for March. We have Elon Musk, and we do have Ron Disloyal is going to come on this podcast. He may have a pre-debate here. It's going to be exciting. Binge hundreds of hours of bonus contents. We have Fred Trump traditions. We have movie reviews. We have Kavanaugh's old show on here, Um, special guests we have on here, it. Is awesome and hundreds of hours, hundreds of hours to binge, and all you have to do is pay five dollars. Starts at five dollars, and if you want the monthly live episode, go to ten dollars a month. It's Patreon.com/slash/mpga. Honestly, whoever's joined, I've always gotten a message on Patreon saying thank you so much for all this extra content. It is awesome. I can't believe I waited this long to join. So join now. It's Patreon.com/slash/mp. G A, Mister President, do you remember um this man's name, Frank Pavone? Did that ring a bell?
1: Uh, no, I have no idea how that is.
0: Um, he Isn't was. That Isn't that
1: Stallone? Isn't Sylvester Stallone's brother?
0: <laughs> no, that's Frank Stallone. Um, he was your Catholic advisor, and now he is involved in a sex scandal for making sexual advances and comments and groping and rubbing up against on women. And he's a director of a company called Priests for Life, which sounds so gangster, but is so not gangster. And isn't that strange that your, your Catholic advisor is now in trouble for, for, for sexual escapades?
1: Why would that be weird? They're always going after us tech stuff. It's the guy is a priest for Trump. The problem is not the priest. It's not the Catholic. It's the for Trump. You know, if you had a, if you had a group called Democrats for Trump, they'd go. The Democrats would go after them. If you had Bidens for Trump, they'd go after the Bidens. This guy seems like a good guy, okay? Uh, I've never heard of a priest doing anything sort of improper. And so now you tell me this priest is groping women. It's called laying on of hands. It's very spiritual. It's very religious. It's very, very pro-faith. And obviously some people, you know, maybe have these sort of fake Catholics and fake Christians that the Democrats love to bring out, like Sleepy Joe, who don't realize what the true religion is. Where you, where you touch. You got to touch. You got to make contact. You got to. Sometimes you have to penetrate the woman with, to get full spirituality. Full well, God. Who?
0: To get full God out of them.
1: That's right. You want to get anyone to put full God in them, <laughs> and. It's it's a it's it's the right understands this, that we understand strong faith, but the left, you know, they gotta they they, they pretend to be, you know, they're not pro-gun like Jesus would have been. They're very pro helping the poor, which is not at all what Jesus stood for. So they have a very warped, disgusting sense. And I think if Jesus were today, I think if Jesus were here today, he would probably purchase an AR fifteen and start just gunning down left wing fake Christians. And, and I don't say that. I don't, I'm not rooting for that. I, I just, I'm saying what I think he would do based on my a very strong understanding of, 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 of the church and of, of, of Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, Mr. President, two more stories.
1: Uh, I'll I you to have one more story. I'm very tired.
0: You only want to do one more story.
1: Well, Alright, okay. this. is. We'll
0: do multiple choice. What are the two stories? Say the topics. Uh one is 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 Brian Cranston. And yes. Okay. We'll do that one then. What's we should the say this one? one for another time. It's uh it, it's Georgia. No. Okay. Now Brian Cranston probably uh starring one of the best series ever on tv breaking bad it's fine yellowstone.
1: Actor. yellowstone's okay. actually the best tv ever apprentice and yellowstone were the right answers to that question
0: okay. my apologies apprentice yellowstone and then breaking bad what if we did Yellowstone,
1: um, the apprentice yellowstone
0: where they had everything in like the old west
1: well i have to pick you know you have to be a businessman cowboy
0: <laughs> i like that Let's do it. Bring it back. A little remix of The Apprentice. Well, Brian Cranston is saying that if you affiliate with being MAGA and saying MAGA, then you are racist. Uh, By saying making America great again, you are saying something racist is what he's trying to do. Tell people.
1: Isn't that sad? Isn't very that strange. sad? Just when you want to make just because you want to make the country the way it was in the nineteen fifties, <laughs> all of a sudden that's racist. I remember in the 1950s when I was a young, young, tall, very tall, very strong boy mm-hmm. walking around with Fred Trump. And it was beautiful back then because we had some black servants. They had to use a different, you know, they had to come in the back way and they weren't allowed into the most of the rooms. But I remember you should have seen how happy that my father would make them beg to, for a day off. And sometimes he would give them a day off. And you should have seen how happy they were to get a day off. Does that seem like somebody that was when America was great again? You should have seen the gratitude. Um I remember. My father used to go to a, uh, what's it called with the a brothel, he would go to a brothel. And he wasn't racist. In fact, many of the, the whores were African American. Mm. And he would, he wouldn't tip them, <laughs> but he would use them.
0: <laughs> it's nice of him.
1: And they were, they enjoyed it. They would say, Oh, this is great, Mr. Trump. And a whore during sex never lies. That's one thing that my father taught me very strongly. That's why I know melatonin. Has is that a famous Fred Trump
0: quote? Is that a famous trip, Fred Trump quote?
1: It really is, and it's. Uh, that's why I know melatonin is always satisfied. And so, now, granted, they. I think it was a brothel. In fact, it may have not even been a brothel. How about that? It might have just been he secretly allowed some black families to stay in his building because he had a strong policy that it wasn't allowed. And now that I'm remembering correctly, it wasn't a brothel. He would accept sex instead of rent. Ah. So when they, when the African-American families couldn't pay, he would, he would tell the, the family, I need a few minutes with your mom and rent will be taken care of. And Imagine that. Imagine how great America was back in in the fifties when you didn't even have to pay rent to Fred (laughs) Trump. You could just pay with, you know, unprotected sex in your apartment while your husband and kids had to wait outside the door. Wasn't and that's and all of a sudden just because the nineteen fifties were full of extorting sex from people of color and having borderline slave labor do your tasks. At the back entrance to your home, all of a sudden, oh no, that was racist. If you think that was great, <laughs> no, that was when America was great, and all we wanted to do was make it great again. So, Brian Cranston, uh, you're a breaking bum, and you're totally wrong, and you should go back to selling meth. And this isn't that funny? The man he made and sold meth, and I know it because half of the people in, in, uh, what was what was the place? Cairo. In Jordan, uh in 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 Jordan, Alabama, where the train derailed. They Riyadh, excuse me. Riyadh, it was Riyadh, South Carolina. They, it was a totally, it was so sad because I saw those people on Meth and I thought, Brian Cranston has the guts and the insanity to question whether MAGA is a racist statement when he was selling meth to all these people. So I don't think we need to listen to what Brian Cranberry says.
0: Well that's a good point there, Mr. President. And um we that was we are... almost
1: a Fred, that was almost a sneak Fred Trump tradition, by the way. <laughs> it was it wasn't quite, but you know all these people who don't they don't support their president's show with Patreon. I mean, they it's hear a little tease.
0: About, it's a tease of a Fred Trump tradition.
1: And they, they must not really care because we've talked, I mean, that's the Fred Trump traditions are like, you know, one of the most favorite famous things in all of podcasting by now, mm-hmm. but maybe a few people will say, you know what, sir, you convinced me and that's all you need to do.
0: Well, Mr. President, Thank you again for spending last night with us. And again, tonight, you are a very busy man, especially 2024 is right around the corner. If you are
1: listening, by the way, stay till the end of the show as I'm just interrupting tech stuff. Stay till the end of the show, folks. Important announcements.
0: That's right. I want to thank betonline.ag. So check them out. Use promo code CLNS50 and go to rocketmoney.com/mpga you won't be disappointed they're just going to save you some money and patreon.com/mpga we would love to see you join us in the live monthly podcasts and this coming month in March Elon Musk and Ron Disloyal will be with us um also you can check me out on all social media at JNog and um Please check out um goodieshow.com. And um that's all I got. As president, the floor is yours.
1: Well, thank you very much. Hello. Uh people. Hello, people out there. Hello, everybody. It's JL. Just kidding. It was me the whole time. <laughs> um, a lot of big shows coming up. Very big. I can't. This is like the final month of my comedy career, basically, if you're still listening thursday montclair new jersey friday boston sunday fairfield connecticut okay so that's this week after that we got dc improv march 19th we got philadelphia city winery march 24th princeton catch a rising star march 25th and then the new hour taping march 31st and april 1st get your tickets if you live anywhere near those places the shows will be fantastic Give me a proper send off before I drown my comedy career in a bathtub (laughs) like a like, you know, like a Texas mom with mental issues. And that's it, guys. So thank you for listening. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts if you haven't for crying out loud. We got like tens of thousands of listeners. We got fifteen hundred eighty seven ratings. That should be like three thousand. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm done complaining, join Patreon. Thank you for your support. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend about the show. Any of those things help. So do something for the show because we're still going strong. I can't believe it, to be honest. We're still <laughs> going strong. Trump is still relevant. I I am just at a loss for words with what has happened to my entire comedy career over the last like year and a half. My special still isn't out. I have a Patreon. I have another podcast. You're done listening. Who am I even talking to besides Jay? (laughs) God help us all.